New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, Cloud, back with you here for another Proverbs podcast. I'm glad you're continuing on with us, even if today's your first one in the Proverbs podcast, wherever you happen to be. I hope you've been following along with us, and you can always go back and listen to those and continue on. And so we are in chapter 21 today. I'm reading verses 1 through 16. Again, I'm going to read all the verses because we've made a commitment to go verse by verse, not commenting on every single one. But I am going to focus on one, and I'm actually going to go forward to... of. of uh, sorry to the person who's going after me tomorrow. I'm, I'm taking one of your, your verses because it has something to do here with verse 9. So I'm reading chapter 21, uh, verses 1 through 16, focusing on verse 9, and then also looking a little bit ahead to verse 19. So here we go. This is the ESV Bible. The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. Every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked, are sin. The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a fleeting vapor and a snare of death. The violence of the wicked will sweep them away because they refuse to do what is just. The way of the guilty is crooked, but the conduct of the pure is upright. Here we go, verse 9. It is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no mercy in his eyes. When a scoffer is punished, the simple becomes wise. When a wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. The righteous one observes the house of the wicked He throws the wicked down to ruin. Whoever closes his ear to the cry of the poor will himself call out and not be answered. A gift in secret averts anger, and a concealed bribe strong wrath. When justice is done, it is a joy to the righteous, but terror to evildoers. One who wanders from the way of good sense will rest in the assembly of the dead. And so I focused on verse 9 in that chunk. You've all probably heard it before, especially like if you do some private reading and you're reading along through Proverbs and you're kind of going on autopilot and then you're a guy and you read verse 9 and you're like, you kind of perk your ears. And we've all kind of heard that thrown around before. You know, it is better to live in a corner of a housetop than than share it with a quarrelsome wife. And so the first point I wrote is Proverbs reminds us how much our lives can be blessed by our wives. If you're a guy listening to this or um, wives, I'm not just leaving you out intentionally. You're, you can put that in your spouse. But the text here is dealing specifically with the wives um, that the, is putting the burden, the emphasis on the wives part to the husbands. Uh, again, scripture applies to all of us, no matter where we find ourselves. So I encourage you to keep listening. But again, Proverbs reminds us how much our lives can be blessed by our wives or our spouses. And it, it's we see this in other parts of Proverbs put in the positive. You know, the ladies listening to this, you, you may be familiar with the Proverbs 31 woman, you know, but here in, in, in verse 9, here in chapter 21, th- this is the same concept 
but inverted. It's the flip side. It's the inverse. It's it's the same thing. It's uh, how, how much husbands can be blessed by their wives, but with a negative warning. So it's a reminder put in the negative. Verse 9, it is better to live in the corner of a housetop than in the house shared with a quarrelsome wife. And here's verse 19 that probably going to be going over again tomorrow, but it, it says, it is better to live in the desert, in the desert land, than with a quarrelsome and fretful woman. And so ironically, you know, if you've followed the biblical narrative, Genesis, God sets this up and marriage is talked about in Ephesians and all that. The husband's the head of the household, and God creates the woman so that man won't be alone. She's the helper fit for him. She's the helpmate. And so that's like God, how, how God intended it. And so ironically, what we see here in this negative warning about how our wives can affect us or our spouse can affect us is ironically the head of the household. He's living alone on, the, on like the rooftop, the extremity of the house, and he's unprotected by, you know, the storms. He could you know, be a heavy sleeper and just fall off and die. I mean, that, if you kind of picture uh, what this proverb is saying, it's like, wow, that's that's pretty harsh. She must be pretty bad. Like, you know, so, it, but it's ironic because here we have the head of the household. He's he's outside. He's on top of the house or the side of the house, outside, unprotected. While the helpmate, you know, Genesis 2.18, the helper fit for him, the helpmate is lording this household over him while she is securely within. And, Solomon is is saying, you know, it's better to be out there than the the strife that's inside that house, which is pretty crazy. That's a warning. And so, again, you know, you don't have to be married to gleam some wisdom from this text. And I, I hope that if you're single, you're still listening to this, because I think just looking at verse 9 and verse 19, you see some great wisdom, some great advice, especially for single guys. Uh, Proverbs in general, it's Solomon instructing his son. Um, and he, you know, I love this because it's putting more of it's women. We're not just beating up on you that. And a lot of times I think scripture gets a bad rap. Like you're, you're, you're just beating up on women and it's misogynistic and guys are just as quarrelsome as girl, girls. And yeah, that's true. And, and we see that through the rest of scripture and Proverbs that this it's the emphasis and the burden is being placed on others. And so guys, single guys, especially check this out. Like Solomon puts a lot of burden on you to not only lead, we'll get to that in a minute, but to to look for a wife because you know here we have this this little tone, little flavor of a woman. Perhaps it's her natural personality, way she was raised or whatever that she's just naturally quarrelsome. And so, guys, pay attention. So here's your burden, right? You know, we think of verse eighteen: He who finds a good wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Proverbs 12, 4, an excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who brings shame is like rottenness to his bones. And then 31, verse 12, she, the wife, does him good and not harm all the days of her life. So Solomon writing to his son is, is exhorting him like, look, single guys, guys, husbands, lead your wives well. Single guys, seek out the, the wise woman who's grown in her faith. And so I just want to say, like, the first point we said, Proverbs remind us how much our lives can be blessed by our wives. Well, the burden isn't just on wives alone. And, you know, like I said, guys reading this, they get to verse 9, and it's like, it is better to live in the corner of a house than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. And, and you know, their heart, and don't say it out loud, but their heart's kind of like, yeah, man, like, yeah. Like, you know, there, there's that sulky kind of, 
my wife is blah, 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 that blame game. And so the wise man who's reading this, the wise husband will reflect on what aspects of his behavior, of his personality, has led his wife to become quarrelsome. Now, of course, it's it, there can be ladies, anybody whose natural disposition is to be quarrelsome based, you know, their personality, how they were raised, whatever. I'm not saying that, that, you know, guys are completely in the fault, but they do have the burden of leadership and responsibility. It may not be your fault, but make it your responsibility. So guys hearing this, you know, and they're like, yeah, I mean, Solomon exhorts you, be the kind of man that leads his wife well. Singles, look for the kind of woman who's growing in her faith. And, you know, we don't have to be quarrelsome. Even if it's your natural personality, it's your natural bent. None of us are limited to our our natural bents and our personality, our dispositions. Uh, But we do have the burden on men to lead, and we have the burden on women to not be quarrelsome. And we can seek out wisdom and be encouraged and exhorted. Why? Well, I think verse 1 gives us even more encouragement in this, that we're responsible for that. But look at look at verse 1. I, I started out with it. The king's heart is a stream of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he will. And so we've been given responsibilities. Guys, you've been given a responsibility. Ladies, you've been given a responsibility. But the sovereignty of God empowers us to rest and to rejoice. We can rest and rejoice also knowing the responsibility that we have been entrusted with. In all our relationships, you're married, you're single, but especially married, you have a responsibility and you can fulfill that responsibility by also resting in God's sovereignty over our lives and the the outcome of the situation. And wisdom, true wisdom, understands those concurrent, you know, coexisting truths. In all relationships, we can rest, but also be responsible. And so I hope this proverb has encouraged you if you had just had a fight with your wife, you know, maybe sometime this week. That that is something that, you know, maybe maybe guys, it's a kick in the rear. Maybe we need that sometimes. And so, ladies, I hope you're encouraged by that. You don't feel beat up, but you also feel your own call to not be quarrelsome. And I hope this helps us in all our relationships going forward. I hope the podcast is good for you. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Y'all have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.